The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Once again, time for the Baloo Show here on The Fan. Glad you're with me. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Try to squeeze it all in. You're listening to The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get the mobile app driven by Beaver Direct. The fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means. 10 o'clock hour on The Fan brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. Nerney in the house, road dog ready to go, DT. Set for another show. Let's get it started. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, for the last 90 years, the Georgia-Florida game has been played in Jacksonville, for the most part couple of games on campus as they rebuild that stadium down there but that's about to change in two years this rivalry game is about to go home and home that's the educated guess here yesterday the university of florida and the university of georgia released a joint statement which is highly unusual that these two universities would get together and release a statement Addressing the elephant in the room. The message? An option is in place for two more years after next year's game, but the rivals will reevaluate playing in Jacksonville due to the conference expansion. Kirby wants the game in Athens so he can entertain recruits with a big game atmosphere. Right now... All he can do is leave a couple of tickets at the gate down in Jacksonville for recruits. Of course, the suits would rather have the big $3 million check every year. They would rather have the cash. Georgia and Florida have teed it up in Jacksonville almost every year since 1933, but that's in jeopardy. What would I do? Well, that answer has changed. Right now, I do what's best for the program and bring this game home. Georgia has deep pockets. So missing out on $3 million every other year, I just don't see that as a big problem. In fact, yesterday at the press conference, Kirby was asked about it. We're allowed to use tickets, but we can't host them. I mean, we can't do anything. So there's, I never understand what, what would we do with them. We can't legally see them. We can't talk to them. We can't host them. Can't visit with them. Uh, we can say there's a ticket at the gate. Um, enjoy the game. So that's, that's really all we can do, and, and uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll have uh, uh, some kids go to the game. 
The uh, Big Take brought to you by our good friends at the Haug Baron Law Group. We appreciate them backing us up on that. A uh, shout-out to my uh, oldest son, Braden, his 17th birthday today. And so uh, if you're wondering, hey, what did Braden get for his birthday? Well, he got a, um, got a Braves Michael Harris jersey, which is what he wanted. He got a Georgia jersey. And he wants a Falcons Pitts jersey without the name Baloo on the back. So uh, this morning at breakfast, he opened up. One of the presents, and my goodness, it was a uh, Harris the Second jersey. Happy birthday! The uh, the white Braves jersey, and he left very happy. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on former Gator quarterback, legendary quarterback down with the Gator. Shane Matthews joins us. Shane, uh, what what about Anthony Richardson? I, I'm thinking he's the wild card in this game on Saturday. If he plays up. You know, Georgia could uh, have some troubles here. If he plays down, well, I, I think Georgia, a uh, pretty good chance they're going to walk away with a victory down there. Uh, what have you seen out of the young quarterback, and and where is he at right now in his development? Uh, as we all know, there's tremendous potential. That's the key word there, potential. Uh, played well at times, not so great at times, not real consistent, and I think that's the biggest issue. You know, you got to have consistent play regardless of what level of football you play at, at the quarterback position to win games. And, yeah, I mean, he, he could keep the Gators in the game, but I think more importantly is just how is Florida's defense. Um, Florida's going to they're, they're gonna run the football. That's what we do well and take shots. Uh, we're not – if we have to drop back and throw the ball 25, 30 times, we have zero chance. So we'll see. But I think the key is can the Gators do anything defensively just to slow down Georgia? Shane, what about the other side of the ball? As, as I follow the Gators uh, reading about the Gators, uh, a lot is said about the defense. Not playing a lot of press, pressure defense this season. Seeing a lot of soft zone down there. What what can you tell us about that? Well, uh, I said back in May the biggest issue on this football team was the front seven. Uh, just can't pressure the quarterback at all. Even when we blitz, we can't get home. Uh, I think our corners are pretty good players. Safeties have had an issue this year. Um, but it's just one of those deals where it's not a, a, a really SEC caliber defense. It is what it is. We struggled defensively last year under Todd Grantham. We did a lot of blitzing. Uh, Patrick Tony's more of a conservative. Keep it in front of you. Come up, rally, and, and make a team drive, drive the length of the field. Um, so it's a work in progress. We'll see if they've made any adjustments or any changes um, in the bye week, but we are who we are. Uh, we knew it was going to be a rough year, and uh, we'll see what happens Saturday. How's the transition going under Billy Napier? Oh, I, I love Billy Napier. He, he's got a plan, and uh, he's doing a tremendous job in recruiting. I mean, we're in the top ten in American recruiting, which I don't know when the last time we've been there, but even having a, a, a subpar year, um, we're, we're getting some good players and, um, he's a good football coach. Players like playing for him. He's a good man. Uh, I'm glad he's leading our program. Shane, how do you view Georgia? What you've seen out of the Bulldogs so far this season? Well, they are who they are. I, I, I think they're better than they were last year. Quite honestly, I know you lost a ton of players to the NFL and I know the defense may not be putting up the stats, but offensively, I think they're way better. I've always been a Stetson Bennett fan, even when, 
I think it was a couple years ago when he came off the bench at Arkansas or Missouri, wherever it was. And he just has, he does things you can't teach. Um, is he going to wow you at a combine or, or any of that stuff? No, but he's a winner. Uh, he's a gamer, makes all the plays. He can do it all. I, I think they're much better offensively with the Brock Bowers at tight end. Um, so we'll see. We got our hands full on Saturday. Shane, what do you think about the game? A lot of talk right now about Kirby wanting to bring Georgia's home game back to Athens for a, a big recruiting weekend, which really they, they have not had uh, for the most part because the home schedule has been really light as far as big-time uh, showdown games go. Uh, wants to bring it back home because every other year he would get a showdown game where recruits would want to come and see that uh, Georgia-Florida game in Athens. You've played in this game. Uh, you, you've played it in Jacksonville. How do you see what's going on now? What do you think is going to happen, and, and where would you like to see the game played? Well, I'm a traditionalist, so obviously I wanted to stay in Jacksonville. I think it's one of the greatest venues in all of college football. It's a great rivalry game. I think Georgia fans enjoy coming down to the Ponte Vedra or Sion area. Uh, but I understand where Kirby's coming from as well. But let's be honest. Come on, Kirby. You're, you're in the top three in recruiting every year. Is one more weekend really going to matter? Um, but I get it. And, um, you know, I had a lot of success there. So, obviously, I don't want to see it move. But the statement that, that both teams or both schools put out yesterday, it doesn't sound very promising that it's going to stay in Jacksonville. It sure doesn't. Uh, sure doesn't. I don't think this younger generation, Shane, is really interested in traveling down there. Uh, at least the feedback I've gotten doing sports talk radio here in Atlanta, that seems to be the prevailing uh, theory with this uh, younger generation. What, what do you feel as far as the uh, younger Gator fans have to say about that? Well, I, I think, you know, the dynamics of people going to games has changed. Um, you know, our, our uh, admissions is totally different than it used to be. you got so many kids that are attending or the University of Florida that have no idea about Gator football um, because it's so hard to get into school here. So, um, but, but I hear you. I think kids, it's so much easier to watch on TV, things of that nature. Um, so we'll see. I, I hate to see it leave Jacksonville, but only time will tell, but I think it's going to. Shane, how's the uh, the color analyst work going for the Gator Radio Network? It's going well. Uh, you know, Sean Kelly, our new voice of the Gators, uh, has made it an easy transition for me with having no experience really doing it. But I uh, really enjoyed doing it. And, uh, you know, obviously I'd love for us to win more games, but it's just a work in progress. But I I'm enjoying doing it. Shane, we always appreciate your time and insight, and uh, this is no different, man. Thanks so much for coming on today. All right, bud. Take care, bud. Shane Matthews, Gator legend. He's down there doing that sports talk radio thing down in Central Florida, talking about those Gators every single day. Uh, I was on with him earlier this morning, and so that was the payback. We get him back on up here in Atlanta later in the day. 680 The Fan, pleased to announce our inaugural casino night coming up Saturday, November the 12th from 6 to 10 at Motor Cars of Atlanta, and that's benefiting Atlanta Community Food Bank. Admission, 125 bucks a person with a portion of each entry going directly to the Atlanta Community Food Bank. It's got all the games that made uh, Vegas famous, uh, 
At the end, you'll cash out and cash in on some amazing prizes. You want to be a part of the fun? Head over to 680thefan.com slash casino and reserve your spot for the 680 The Fan Casino Night at Motor Cars of Atlanta, benefiting Atlanta Community Bank. And it's all brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, D. Geller and Sons Jewelers, Georgia Swarm, Corona, First Horizon Bank, Kroger, PGA Tour Superstore, Atlanta Audio and Automation, and Georgia Natura, Natural Gas. Great having Shane on. Coming up next, we'll talk about the Falcons run through the NFL. A lot of interesting news coming out of the National Football League. And my go-to wide receiver, run, Lindsey, run. Lindsey Scott will be with us for the Bulldog Roundtable. Stick around. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Celebrating that all week long. We, hey man, we got plenty of time to hype up that Tennessee game next week. The Buck Blue Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. We appreciate you hanging out with us. And if you want more than just the shows here at the fan, you need to check out our array of incredible podcasts. The Podcast Park is where uh, thepodcastpark.com. You can find these, and that's brought to you by the Associated Credit Union. Bucks beat this week, episode 72, say Georgia-Florida game preview. That includes a little conversation with Kirby Smart and former Gator quarterback Danny Werfel. You can get these and all of our podcasts at Apple, Spotify, or wherever it is you get your podcast. There are a couple things I just don't understand about the Atlanta Falcons, and let's talk about it right now, Nerney. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, two things I, I don't understand. One is the uh, fan base. It seems like the majority of the fan base, they're just determined that Ritter gets in there at quarterback. And I just don't get it. Don't understand that. Uh, Mariota is 26th in the league in passing attempts. I don't understand that either, by the way. I mean, my goodness. 13 attempts per game the last two games. I mean, this is, this is like it was when I was at Georgia back in the day. Talk about conservative. It just seems like the fan base uh, just continues to wonder why Art doesn't put Ritter in the game. Well, let me explain that to you, all right? He's not prepared to play and do well. 
This is based on performance in the preseason and in practice. All right, Mariota, the better option. Give him a better chance to win. Hope you understand that. Here's another thing I don't understand is Art, uh, Coach Smith, not targeting Fontenot's two first-round picks. You got Kyle Pitts, who the Falcons have given him a contract that basically they've guaranteed $33 million to Kyle Pitts. $33 million. And he's getting like three or four targets per game. I don't understand it. Drake London, first-round pick by Fontenot this this past draft. They've invested at $21.5 million guaranteed to Drake London. And the thing I don't understand is why the Falcons are drafting guys and investing all this money when the head coach is not really interested in targeting these guys. they Between them, they've invested $50 million in these two players. And yet Art's not getting them involved. I think it's dysfunctional. It's irresponsible. And here's a prime reason why my Falcons most years are losing. Because the general manager and the head coach are not on the same page. Now, I know what Art's going to say. He says he's going to say this isn't fantasy football. It's not fantasy football. My goodness. They asked uh, Art about this yesterday again. Certainly, we'll look at everything. I mean, when, you, when you're not, you know, a lot of times it, guys can be the primary and they take it away. Okay, I can, I can shorten the targets down. Certainly, the second play of the, of, the, uh, of the second half, you know, you target Drake, doesn't go as a target, we get moved off the spot comes open you know we got to be cleaner executing there but those are examples of like yes there are other things we can do it's not just simplify i know that words get thrown out there a lot uh better or worse um there's other things we can do and i will do that's probably the simplest best way i can put it to uh yeah like just get them the ball place you know, the best teams in the league, they, they seem to have a great relationship working between the general manager and the head coach. And it just seems like way too much. We got one guy doing one thing, the other guy doing another. And it's frustrating as a Falcons fan. All right, the Falcons now, uh, we got that trade deadline coming up too, and I'm, I'm wondering uh, what we're going to do at cornerback. I mean, the two starters are out. Got some others dinged up at the cornerback spot. This is the National Football League. You can't hide at cornerback because they're throwing the ball so much. Got the trade deadline coming up. Falcons going to do a deal? Keep seeing this name uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Greedy Williams is a guy the Falcons would could get their hands on. And I wonder if any of the listeners have called up the Falcons and requested a tryout. Saying they can play the cornerback spot. Just things I just don't understand about my team. And it's week 11 of Friday Night Football powered by Georgia Power. All season long, we're bringing you the best high school football action from around the state. 
Tune in to the Fan and the Fan app and listen in for the Friday night football game of the week this week. The matchup is the Walton Raiders traveling to play the Osborne Cardinals. 7.30 kickoff. Join us for the pregame show at 7. Then after the game, stay tuned for the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show with Westy and Brandon Joseph and Adam Baum. Get scores and updates from around the state of Georgia. Friday night football game of the week and Georgia High School Scoreboard are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist, Marco's Pizza, the University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. And we've got a big rivalry game going on Friday. South Versailles taking on Lambert in a, a game with playoff implications coming up on Friday. Let's bounce around the National Football League. Man, there's a lot going on. And wanted to hit some of these. Uh, shame on the two referees. Uh, did you see the video after the Buccaneers lost to the Panthers this past Sunday? The two refs followed Mike Evans into the tunnel leading to the locker room. And they were asking and getting Mike Evans' autograph. I mean, what's going on here? This is totally against the rules. They should be suspended. And then they probably won't be, but they should be. Big news out of Indianapolis. I know a lot of people here in Metro Atlanta uh, did a double take when they saw that Matt Ryan has been benched by the Colts in a move they say is for the rest of the season. Former Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger has been inserted as the new quarterback with the Colts. Frank Reich. I mean, he should uh, he should bench the entire offensive line with the Colts. I mean, Matt's been sacked in NFL worse 24 times. And uh, you got uh, Frank Reich saying, look, the quarterback's judged on two things, ultimately two things. One, how many points is the offense scoring? Well, the Colts are 29. They're scoring 16 points a game. And then second, turnovers. Matt has nine interceptions in seven games, three fumbles, so 12 turnovers so far, which is ugly, obviously. But isn't a lot of that due to the fact they can't protect him? I'm just saying. Now, when they went out and recruited Matt Ryan, Frank Reich was, was selling him on a couple of things. One was you're going to have an <clears throat> awesome running game which is going to set up what you do best, which is excelling off the play-action, run-action fake. And the other thing they sold him on was great protection. He's got neither. No wonder he's getting benched. Now, the word circulating today is that Matt Ryan's arm is shot. And that's the big deal here. For some of the NFL insiders. We'll ask more about this coming up tomorrow on the show. Now, how will Matt Ryan react? Will he quit? No, I, I think he'll he'll be a class act. He'll support Ellinger. And he'll wait on another opportunity. Because, look, I'm not sure how Ellinger is going to succeed. He, he's going to get sacked just like Matt Ryan was. He's going to turn the ball over just like Matt Ryan was. 
Chances are Matt down the road may get another shot at this. How about Justin Fields last night? You see this? Chicago Monday night football, baby. Metro Atlanta star Justin Fields has a, had his best game last night. I believe he's played 18 NFL games, and that was the best performance that he's had yet. Ran it like 14 times, 80 yards and a touchdown, uh, threw it 21 times. Buck 79, touchdown interception. And boy, he needed that last night. Totally needed that. I mean, he's barely surviving up in Chicago. Now, the GM came out before the game and said he's been encouraged by the progress that Justin Fields is making. You know, a lot of the numbers don't look good. But just like Matt Ryan, the protection has been awful. The Chicago offense pressured 18 times against Washington last week. And one thing that's probably true with a lot, most every rookie quarterback in the National Football League or second-year quarterback in the league is they hold the ball too long. And that's been, it's been an issue for Justin Fields. But it looks like he's getting a little better at that. His confidence prior to last night had to be shaky. Lacking in confidence with the scheme, the protection provided by the offensive line. Robert questioning a lot of the decisions that he's making. And when you're questioning all those things as a quarterback, chances are you're not going to perform at a high level. But good news, seeing uh, Justin Fields get it done last night, that made me smile. And I enjoyed that last night. There's your NFL bounce today. We look around the league. This week's Children's Healthcare of Atlanta's Comeback Athlete of the Week is Garrett Garros, an avid snowboarder. At age 16, Garrett was involved in an automobile accident that resulted in his leg being amputated below the knee. Thanks to Children's Physical Therapy Team, Garrett relearned how to walk and went on to win a silver medal in the 22 Paralympic Games in Beijing. Thanks to all of the surgeons, physical therapists, and athletic trainers at Children's because they're dedicated to keeping young athletes healthy and active into adulthood. To learn more about Garrett's story and all of the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Comeback Athletes and how Children's can care for the teen athletes in your home, log on to 680thefan.com slash comeback. Got Lindsey Scott coming up in a moment. And let's get to Lindsay right now on the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Howe Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Back third down on the eight. In trouble. Got a block behind him. Going to throw and a run. Complete to the 25. To the 30. Lindsey's got 35, 40. Lindsey's got 45, 50. 45, 40. Run, Lindsey. 25, 20, 50, 10, 5. Lindsey's got. Lindsey's got. Lindsey's got. 
Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on my go-to guy, Lindsey Scott, joins us on the show. Lindsey, what are your thoughts when you hear that uh, Larry Munson call every year? Oh, man, that was some good times. Nobody does it like Munson. Those were some great times, man. Great times. Go dog, man. Go dog. Lindsay, do you want to see this game stay in Jacksonville, or do you want to see Kirby get this game back in Athens where they can have that huge recruiting weekend every other year? Well, I mean, you know, I understand where Kirby's coming from, and I understand uh, as far as a recruiting deal, it, it would certainly help him to give him another home game to recruit. But, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm partial to the atmosphere in Jacksonville. I mean, and I certainly understand where he's coming from, and better than anybody else. I mean, he knows that, that it'll help him as far as recruiting. But uh, I just don't think you can beat that atmosphere in, in Jacksonville. I, I just uh, – I and, 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 you know, being from South Georgia, it gave my – you know, my parents and my people just – I mean, you know, even coming to Jacksonville, that short hour drive was certainly convenient for them. And, and uh, you know, hell, where's Athens? Where I live was a four-hour drive. So, I don't know. I'm just partial to the fact that, that it's been – a neutral site for these years and uh you know but then again i understand the other side but i just don't think you can beat that atmosphere in jacksonville Lindsay, you're you're close to stetson bennett and his family uh, grew up uh, down there in the uh, jessup blackshear area of south georgia so you've been on his bandwagon from the very beginning and he's playing at a very high level this season you look at total qbr stetson right now heading into the florida game number 11 in the country out of 131 quarterbacks. What do you think about the way Stetson's running the, the ship this year? Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think he, you know, he came into this year, and I, you know, uh, from what I understand and from what I read, he needed a commitment from his coach that he would be the guy, and I think he got that commitment. And I think that, that you know, his experience and just the fact that he was there last year and the fact that the guys believe him, I think it only enhances what he does. But I mean, you know, like I said, Stet, man, Stet had to—he's had to overcome some obstacles, and that's why I'm—I'm I'm his number one cheerleader, man. He's had—he's had to overcome some obstacles, and I mean, you know, he wasn't always the man, and he—you know—he kept a good attitude, he kept plugging away, and and lo and behold, man, he—he—he—he's leading this team in a great way. So I'm—I'm I'm excited about what he can do, but I think he's. He's matured over last year, and I think he's 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 in control of what they do. But he's a big part of what they do, and uh, he's going to have to have a good game. Good games, plural, going down the stretch. There's no doubt, uh, Lindsay. I know you've been working hard polishing up your golf game, but do you have any game left on the football field? Any eligibility left? This Georgia offense needs an X receiver with Mitchell apparently still dinged up. Uh, having trouble getting back in there. Uh, do you think this this weakness as far as that position is going to show up over this tough schedule uh, down the stretch here? What are you thinking about Mitchell not being able to get healthy? Arian Smith's been out. Uh, do you think this is going to hold the, the the dogs back here down the stretch? I don't. I think I think, but the the characteristics the characteristics of Kirby's teams. I mean, you got. You got you got you got veteran guys. Uh, Rosamie Jack Saint. You got uh, the number eight that's back. Uh, uh, he 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 had you know he's been catching the ball. I just think they've got some depth. I just think they've got some depth that they really had tapped into. And I mean I think they're going to be okay, especially with the tight end room. I mean they got a 
everybody knows about the tight end room. I think they got to take advantage of that. But Blaylock is the guy I'm talking about. Blaylock is back. These guys are capable, Buck. Blaylock's capable. Uh, St. Jack is, is capable. I mean, these guys are capable. McConkie's capable. I mean, you know, uh, they're playing some freshmen that are capable. So they got some they got some capable guys. And, I'm, you know, I have no doubt that they can get it done. Yeah, and Brian McClendon back at Georgia's wide receiver coach. He's already making an impact out on the recruiting trail. He's got two bigger X-type wide receivers that have already committed, one out of Lakeland, Florida, in the Gators' backyard. McClendon coming home could prove to be an awful big deal for Georgia looking ahead. And that's the plus. That's the plus. Great guy, great coach, great pedigree. He's a dog. He's committed. He's always been committed. But he's doing a hell of a job. But he, you know, he'll keep that room together. He'll keep that room together, and he'll push those guys. But I, I don't, I don't like a lot of people, Buck. I don't doubt, I don't doubt our receiver room. I think those guys are very capable. I think they're capable, and I think they can get it done. All right. What about next week? Look, we're we're not a player on the team. Uh, we're fans at this point in time. We can afford to look past Florida. And look to next week with Tennessee, the Volunteers coming to town. This is going to be the biggest home game in, in a few years. Uh, can, can we uh, score with Tennessee? What are you thinking about that one? I think we can score with them, but can we slow them down? And I think the uh, the key to us, even this week, man, just, just you know, we that defense last year, Buck, was was incredible. We had an incredible defense, and and you know I think this group of guys, I think they're just as talented. Uh, I, you know I, I don't know if they got as much experience, but it's gonna boil down to us stopping some people, and we're gonna have to. Can we slow Tennessee down? And you've seen it last week. I mean, you know, traditionally, you know, hell, they put up fifty-two on Bama, man. They put up fifty-two, so they can score the ball. But then again, I think I think defensively. I don't know, and I'm just I'm just a fan, but I think Kirby's got some stuff up his sleeve, and I think this defensively, that's going to be the difference in the ball game. I think we can score with anybody, but I think can we slow these guys down? Can we can we put pressure on the quarterback? Can we make him make quick decisions? Can we make him get the ball out of his hands? I mean, can we spy on him when he when he, when he pulls the ball down the run? I think it's going to boil down to the defense and just how we contain these guys. Lindsey, hit them good today, man, and I'll see you later this week. Take care, Buck. Thank you. Lindsey Scott, join us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Man, it's less than 80 days until Christmas and time to think about the perfect gift for the sports fan or military member in your life. It's time to visit Hexhead Art, your place for officially licensed MLB, collegiate NFL, NBA, MLS, and military-themed gifts made in the U.S. of A., hand-painted, it's the uh, great gift for the sports fan. You can see a complete selection of unique gift ideas. Just visit hexheadart.com. That's hexheadart.com. We'll come back, have a top five out of the college football, wrap things up. Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save 
and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Great having Shane Matthews, former Gator quarterback, on. And my man, Lindsey Scott. Shane Matthews coming on was our uh, college football nugget brought to you by Ace Hardware. You see an Ace all around Metro Atlanta. And if you're looking to upgrade out in the backyard as far as the grill goes, they've got all the green egg stuff that any man desires. So check out Ace Hardware. And get that green egg there or anything else you might need around the home. Right now, though, it's time for that college football top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's top five. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, DT, let's roll, man. All right, about starting with uh, Coach Saban, Jermaine Burton. Apparently, uh, did you hear the comments uh, that Coach Coach Saban made of why he didn't want to su- suspend Jermaine Burton for uh, for making contact with that young lady on the field when everybody was rushing to Knoxville? I did hear them, but I want to hear them again. Look, I don't know how many of you have ever been in a situation like that. But I talked to him. He was scared. I was scared. Some of our other players were scared. And, um, you know, I talked to the guy. We have him in a counseling program. It's not an anger management program, as people announced today. But it's it's about having the proper respect for other people. I, I didn't think it was necessary to suspend the guy. So if you knew the whole story, maybe you wouldn't either. But I'm not going to divulge that. All right, Buck, we don't know the whole story, but we, yeah. Yeah, we hear that they were scared. What do you make those comments? Well, I'll tell you, I've been scared a few times, and I never thought about hitting a woman in the head. Yeah. I just I haven't thought about hitting a woman in the head when I've been scared. Uh, the whole story? I mean, what could that be? Because you watch the video, uh, she's not taunting Jermaine Burton. She's not uh, motioning at Jermaine Burton. She just yeah, happens just, to just be running walking by. by. So I would love to know. What the whole story is? The whole story is that he was scared. He was scared. I was scared. Some of the other players were scared. I tell you what, those those people over at Alabama, they're easily scared is my reaction to that. Well, there you go. All right, moving over to ACC, Buck. Uh, Did Syracuse get robbed this week? I think so, man. I was watching the game. I was watching it. And there were two uh, hits on the quarterback close to the sideline. Two of them. Uh... You had Syracuse escort Klubnik out of bounds, and the the flag went flying, 15-yard penalty. Then a few minutes later, the Syracuse quarterback's running toward the sideline. He gets lit up. There's no flag thrown on that Yeah, if you flip the helmets, flip the jerseys on those, the the calls might flip as well, huh? Now, uh, the coach from Syracuse turned in the calls to the ACC. 
He has not heard back, which is no surprise <laughs> there. Uh, what you call that in the South is is home cooking is what you call that over there at Clemson. Or they just keep escaping. We'll see. They'll make it through the whole AC schedule unscathed yeah. and sleepwalk into the playoffs. Keep getting those we'll breaks over there. They'll stay undefeated. All right. Well, then let's go back to the SEC. Speaking of which, Buck, who are the worst fans in the SEC? Do I hear it? Are LSU some of those fans? Some of the worst fans in the SEC? Well, if you look at the amount fined, yeah, LSU <laughs> would be at the top of the list. Two hundred fifty grand for storming the field last week. Third violation, so that's why it's $250,000. Let's wrap it up real quick, Buck. Any chance Kentucky be- beats Tennessee this weekend? Um, probably not, but, yeah, there's a chance. Auburn, Arkansas, what do you see there? I like Arkansas in that game. Uh, even Bo Nix has taken some shots at the Auburn Tigers out there at Oregon. Uh, they asked him why he's playing so much better, and he said, well, it's the scheme and the players around me. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, Harson, he might as well go. He's probably already packed up his bags over there. Well, there's your abbreviated top five. Yeah, so uh, time for the final word. Uh, Inside the Hedges, my book. Uh, remember now, chapter 15 in the book is about that 1980 Georgia-Florida game week. And so you can learn more about that by picking up the book. Got a book signing at St. Simon's tomorrow evening at Nat's Landing. And the next Metro Atlanta signing will be on the south side Thursday, November the 3rd in McDonough at 81 North Kitchen and Tap. And then also I'll be at the Georgia Bookstore before the Tennessee game signing from 1 to 3. It's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.